podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, welcome to Brutal Nation, a podcast series that's dedicated to lesser-known serial killers and acts of true crime. And as promised, we are back with us part two about Randy Kraft. I I'm, also, I'm really kind of, yeah, this one's been eating at me all week. Well, and I also want to add, this is the continuation of our 50th episode. That's right. Of which we toasted with a very lovely wine. We did. Um, because I have a great collection of wines. Because he's a, you know. I am a connoisseur of fine wines. Wine away and afraid of nothing. Run out of wine. <laughs> I don't drink it out of a box, motherfucker. No, you don't. I, I will give you that. You do not do that. You want to know why? Want to know why? Because you're not white trash. Because my name's not Dan. <laughs> I always go back to the white trash because there's an inside joke, but yeah. All right. So let's get back to Randy Kraft, shall we? Let's do it. So quick recap, okay? Randy's already been questioned about some murders. He sexually assaulted people. And the cops have dropped the ball. As we've seen many, 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 times. many, many, many fucking times. Many Especially times. Especially in this era. Yeah, it's, yeah, that time frame between, I would say between like the 30s and 40s through the 80s, sometimes in, maybe into the, a little bit in the 90s. Right. We see that a lot. And today with all the technology, like if yeah, it's you murder harder. somebody. Yeah, they but got whole teams of people. sometimes when it's like it. right in their face. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what cracks me up. So, he had broken up with his boyfriend, last name of Graves, right? And now he's dating Jeff Selig. And as I had said before, Selig is only 19 years old. But it's speculated this is why, for 16 months, Kraft is doing no killing. That could, 19, you're right. Yeah. That's his... That's his thing That's right something there. That's See age how thingy. that fits into his it age profile? It does yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes I hate you. So... While Kraft and Selig didn't really lean towards being with just each other. Right. They considered their relationship as very permanent. Okay, so basically they were open. Right, it's an open relationship, kind of the swinger thing. Which that's, is good. To, I mean, That's the is, vibe that I got. Yeah. Which, I mean, and, and I'll, and I'll, and it I'll can say be this. healthy too. I'll say this. I've got nothing against that swinger lifestyle provided. Yes. Provided. It's open communication. And you're both agreeing to you're it. You're both agreeing to it. And yeah. what have not, and that there's a mutual understanding and mutual respect. Exactly. That's what it's about. Because to me, personally, and I, God, I hope I'm not pissing off our Christians, but sex is sex. You know, yeah, making, that's true. Hold on, but making love is different. Is different. Like, that's an emotional, spiritual level. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I can go out and have sex with a hundred women. Yeah, not one of them means anything to you. Yeah, it's just a good time. It's recreational. However, if I'm with somebody, the intimacy involved in making love, the time that you take with one another, being very attentive to each other's wants, needs, and desires. Right, because intimacy is more than just sex. It's everything involved. Yeah, Yeah, it's an emotional connection. Mm -hmm. So I don't see anything wrong myself. And you know what? My views might be different than yours. And if they're different, that's fine. You know? Yeah. Stick, uh, go, you know, stick with your with We're your not belief. trying to change you. No. Not at all. If you don't like the swinger lifestyle, guess what? Don't be a swinger. I'm not saying that I'm a swinger by any means. No, but you'd like to be. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but you want to. No, I'm kidding about that. But no, totally. I mean, and it's like I said, it can work, but... You have to, you know, there has to be that open communication. Right. And the only reason I'm even bringing that part of it up is because it plays into this. But I don't want nobody, anybody really judging craft on right. his sexual activities. Because his sexual activities. Has and, nothing to do with his killing. His choices. Yeah. Made that. Yeah. You know, but not. Like, his lifestyle. Can, like, I know a lot of swingers. And I've been, uh, I've, I've been with a lot of people myself. I've been to swingers clubs and shit like that. I believe you. And guess what? None of them, nor myself, are serial killers. That no, I know and, of. I mean, well, but, and well, that's just like we were talking about when we were talking about Kearney and even Lucas and Tool. Just because they're homosexual does not mean they're killers. Which still pisses me off that everything that we read yes. always brings up 
and re- lot, yeah, and and that just brings up because I understand that it's it's pertinent to the story, but they focus on it like because it's almost like they're saying because they're gay, then they're killing. Yes, this is why they're killing well, as see, a form of catharsis, yeah. and that's not the fucking case. No, and like when we brought up with the I seventy strangler, how they how one of the victims, their family said no, they weren't gay or whatever, and they quantified it by saying because he he had a tendency to hang around drug addicts and blah 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 it's like (laughs) that makes no sense that is not how somebody you know identifies as gay yeah that 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 one there kind of floored me i've done a ton of drugs i'm not gay you know that's what i'm saying right well except on gay tuesdays and you know what i doesn't matter who i sleep with i'm not a killer right you know so anyway see like his boyfriend <clears throat> would tell the detectives that Kraft would often find guys and bring them home, and they'd have a threesome. Okay. Yeah, decent, right? Makes sense. He'd also tell detectives that Kraft had never shown any violence when he was with him. Okay. Ever. Following the, Dece- the December 1976 murder of Fuchs, there was another guy, and in, 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 you know, I didn't list out Fuchs's thing in particular, only because... You're going to find this out. He's got a scorecard. And there's yes. so many victims. Oh, yeah, I know. I saw the scorecard. I remember yeah. I got the picture of the scorecard. That I couldn't do case by case by case because if I did, honest to See, God, I make a lot of jokes. I haven't I, looked at it yet, but wasn't it like he had like statistics on there or how he killed him or something like that? Yeah, it was like a code. Yeah. Uh, you know, but um, kind of a little bit cryptic, but there was a code people yeah, that they figured out. But literally, if I went case by case by case... And I, I know that I forever. exaggerate a lot. Like, this will be a million fucking episodes. No, this would be, like, probably, like, a 10-episode deal. Yeah, I was going to say, because you've made fun of me for our longer ones, so bite me. So, like I said, following the, the, the 76 mu- uh, murder of this guy named Fuchs, uh, Kraft uh, is not known to have killed anyone again for up to 16 months. Okay. On January 3rd of 78, though... Homicide investigators again convened to discuss progress in the relation to the manhunt uh, for the still unidentified killer. So they don't know who it is. They're still looking for this unidentified killer. Okay, so he hadn't killed again. Uh Uh-huh. Correct. Okay. I just So he had not yet killed again. Right, but they're still looking for this killer. Right, I understand. I was trying to make sure that, you know... So by this time, uh, investigators knew that they're... That there actually were, that there was one more murderer at large. The previous July, police had arrested Patrick Kearney. We yeah, talked about we got him. Get again. Who subsequently he confessed to the murder of twenty-eight boys and young men, many of whom he had dismembered and discarded right. in trash bags beside the freeways in SoCal, in right. Southern California. Although Kraft had dismembered some of his victims. He never killed his victims by shooting them in the temple, as Kearney had. Okay. Because uh, let's right. do a little recap on, on Kearney. Kearney's modus uh, operandi, his MO, was right. he would lure, lure the young men in, right. shoot them in the head, right. then have sex with he them. would have sex with them. So right. necrophiliac. Okay. And then he'd dismember and wash. Right. He would wash the body, taking mm-hmm. great care to remove any evidence. Wrap the pieces in trash bags, uh, black plastic bags, and then dispose of those bags along the freeways. Right. Okay, so we're all caught up, right? We're caught up now. Thank you. All right. And plus, Kearney never tortured his victims. I want to point that out. And it was significantly, his MO was significantly different than Kraft's. And the investigators were certain that yet another killer was still at large. Because they haven't caught Kraft, they don't know about him yet. Right, they just had Kearney. Right, they got Kearney. Well, yeah, because he walked in and gave himself. Yeah, he literally he walked in with his boyfriend, and yeah. his boyfriend pointed to the wanted poster of those two and goes, "Hey, that's guys, cool. we're them." Yeah, this, that them that's that's us. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, I could not even imagine. By 1978, however, Kraft would go back to adding to his scorecard of death. Okay. On April 16th of 78, Kraft abducted an 18-year-old Marine named Scott Michael Hughes. Hughes was plied with Valium before Kraft cut, cut open his scrotum 
and removed one of his testicles. Then Ow! strangled him to death with a ligature. Okay, wait, wait, wait. He cut out his testicle before he killed him? Yeah. Some bitch. Before discarding his fully clothed body, missing only his shoelaces, beside a freeway on-ramp in Anaheim, California. Holy macaroni and cheese puffs. Yeah. This guy yeah. here, is, he's one of our hardcore killers. Yeah, he kind of is. I mean, we, we deal with a lot of killers, but this guy is fucking Yeah, hardcore. he kind of, yeah. Ouch. Well, two months later, on June 11th, the body of a 23-year-old uh, man by the name of Ronald Gerald uh, was found near the San Diego freeway. Okay. Young had, uh, had, had been emasculated before being stabbed to death. Abrasions to his body indicated that he had been pushed from a uh, moving vehicle at high speeds. So we already went over last episode what I assume emasculation is, which is I believe that his genitals were also mutilated. Right. I was going to say, we just had proof that he cut somebody's testicle out. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I would believe that. That's what makes sense to me. Yeah. So eight days later, the body of a 20-year-old Camp Pendleton Marine named Richard Allen Keith, was found discarded beside the road in Moulton, in Moulton Parkway. Welts on Keith's wrist indicated that he had been bound before he was strangled with a ligature. Froth in his throat indicated that he, uh, that he was also drowning as a result of... Got to help me out with this one. Oh, florenzepam. That's right, florenzepam and alcohol that he had consumed at the time that he was strangled. So the body count keeps on It climbing. wasn't alprazolam? No, it's F-L-U-R-A-Z-E-P-A-M. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, I was just trying to get it in my head. And the body count keeps on rising, and Kraft is still adding to his scorecard of death. That's like a Xanax, by the way. And by discarding him in, uh, in Anaheim, I do know this because I have watched baseball. Must be an Angels fan. Batter up. Or Dodgers. No, Dodgers is L.A. Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh, and I am Angels. You're right. Yeah. Um, and, and I know them because I actually watched them w- win the World Series. Uh, several, several. Long, several, long ass time ago. Um, I was say, that's a long My first ex-wife time. and I was in California. And uh, I, well, I was in Vegas. And I started watching it, the game with my stepdad. And then okay. I went to California. Uh, Maritza and I went out for dinner at a Shakey's Pizza. And we got pizza and they had the Angels game on. Okay. So we, we actually watched the Angels win the World Series. That's the only reason that I remember it. I was going to say, yeah. So you weren't watching the World Series when the San Francisco, was it San Francisco yeah. in it? When the earthquake hit in the middle of the World Series during one of the games? Maybe. I can't quite remember. Oh. I just remember the Angels winning I remember it. that. And I, like I said, I'm not a sports fan. I know. I'm trying to get you converted. Not a chance. I'll convert you. So two months later, on September 29th, the body of 20-year-old Richard Anthony Crosby was found discarded 200 yards north of Highway 71 in San Bernardino County. Ooh, San Bernardino. Yeah, 71 is a nothing highway. Yeah. It's, you know, you're I would say that's through. like our, like, 30. Yeah, people, uh, yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, it, uh, it's like... Highway 30, when you're driving, like, and you go through small towns. And yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and all that good like stuff. Like, from here to the airport, that, you know. So, Crosby had disappeared the previous day. He was hitchhiking home from a theater in Torrance, California. Okay. Uh, he had been suffocated, and his left nipple had been mutilated with an, a cigarette lighter plug-in from your car, car cigarette lighter. Yeah, I know. I remember. Yeah, he had been branded. Have you ever... Those things fucking hurt. Yeah, no, I know. I've fucking... I've dropped one. Yeah, right in my lap. Yeah, that's not... That's a, that is not something And that wasn't even on purpose, and that bitch hurt. Yeah. The last known victim murdered by Kraft was in 78. Uh, it was a 21-year-old Long Beach truck driver named Michael Joseph... Oh, I'm going to have a problem. Enderbeaten. I-N-D-E-R-B-I-E-T-E-N. Enderbeaten. Yeah. Whose castrated body? Yeah, I saved that one because I love using that word and just seeing you jump. 
was found along the San Diego freeway on, uh, on well, November the 18th The only thing I jump about is because he mutilated that guy while he was alive, so I'm sure he probably castrated this guy while he was alive. You think? Too. I'm pretty sure he wasn't yeah, dead. Yeah, so it's like, I don't have one, but I can just imagine. In addition to had been ca- uh, castrated, interbeaten, had been violated with a foreign object, and had been and had suffered burns uh, similar to those inflicted on some of his other victims, such as Mark Holes, who they had found about two years previous. Okay, wait. Pause. My son hates when I say that, but pause. He was mutilated. Uh huh. Okay, so they castrated him. Yeah. Then they violated him. Yeah, somewhere in there. Um, my question is, with what? How? Probably raped him. I, I know, but think. okay, but. I know because he's been known to do foreign object things. So that's right. where I was going. I was like, that bothers me. Well, this next part's going to bother you. It even probably worse. will. <laughs> so, here's a question for you. Uh, oh, already? Okay. Are you ready to bring this a little closer to home? Oh, God, no. Because, you know, it's really easy to think of serial killers, especially the ones that we do, in other states. And you feel that you're still pretty safe, Okay, right? but the sad part is, is I know they're here because, you know. What happens when a state hunt is in your own backyard? And I mean literally in your own backyard. My backyard? No, dude. No, no. Shut the fuck up. Or close to it. Close to mine as well. Shut the fuck up. No, stop. Where? No, stop. Keep going. <laughs> In the summer of 1980, Kraft, had, uh, Kraft traveled to a neighboring state of Oregon okay. on an extended business trip. During this trip, he lived in a town close to Portland. Which one? We'll get there. Say it. Say it. I believe it was Wilsonville. Ooh, Seriously? I think that's what I had read, and I don't know why I didn't transfer over here when I wrote this. But That's like not even 20 minutes from me. Yeah, I can make it from here to Wilsonville about half well, hour. Is it straight down the I-5 Yeah, straight you? down I-5. Yeah. Wow, dude. In the summer of 1980. I don't know, I Do you think he went to Bullwinkles? <laughs> Play a little mini golf? <laughs> golf? Go-kart? Go-karts. <laughs> I love that place. <laughs> Before returning to California in August, he is believed to have murdered two more victims. Both of them in were Oregon? Li- uh-huh. Oh shit, Shinola. Both of them were listed on his scorecard with cryptic references, including the word Portland. The first victim was seventeen was a seventeen year old Denver man named Michael Sean O'Fallon. And he was killed on July seventeenth. What years were these? Eighties? This is the nineteen eighty. Okay. I was five. O'Fallon had been on a solo hitchhiking trip across the US. In Canada, prior to in his enrollment in college, at the time of his murder, that's that was a very popular thing back then. Right, you go hitchhiking across the U.S. Yeah, that was something that was popular when we were graduating too, to just like go, like travel the world. Right, you go and you roam around for a bit, then yeah, backpacking is what they call it, and fucking you go to college. Yeah, he consumed both alcohol and Valium before he was strangled to death. Kind of the same mo. Kind of sounds like a pattern. So, hogtied, they found him nude. And he was discarded. And he was hogtied? Uh-huh. And he, his body was found 10 miles south of Salem, which is our, the state capital I was going to say, that sounds almost like Albany area, almost. Like, no, not no, Albany. Um, it can't be Albany. If it's 10 miles south, that's I know, I'm thinking like uh, uh, Woodburn. Levin, huh? Woodburn. South of Salem? Woodburn oh, south runway. That's north, huh? Duh. I was like, dude, wrong no, direction. You, you, it's, that's I, like Lebanon area, isn't it? Kind of. No, that's further south than ten. So ten miles south of Salem puts you. There's a rest area right there too. There is that rest area right there. That's what I was just thinking yeah. in my head. And that's I, probably where he dropped it's him. Kind right of in there. between Albany and Salem. Goes to what my grandpa said, but okay. <laughs> My grandpa used to tell me that you could get killed at a rest stop. Oh, I thought it was like my friend Susan's no, granddad no, no, not told like that her. One. Yeah, don't stand behind a tree or they'll fag you. Yeah, no, my grandpa used to say that that was a pretty... truck Rest stops were uh, havens for killers. O'Fallon was listed on Kraft's scorecard as Portland, Denver. Because he was okay. in Denver. He was in Portland, right? 
and his camera inscribed with his mother's initials was fa- later found in Kraft's garage back in California. Well, how did that happen? Just a mystery. I think it's just the wind blew it in. Uh, <laughs> right in the car window. Right in the car. Right in the car part. <laughs> the following day, Kraft is believed to have killed a man uh, estimated to be between the ages of 35 and 45 years old whose body was found beside the freeway uh, in the city of Woodburn. Oh, okay. That's where I got Woodburn from. There you go. The outlet malls. Right. So to give you guys an idea, I can make it from here to Woodburn in under an hour. Yeah. I can make it shorter than that, but okay. Well, yeah, because you live almost on top of that. Well, no, because I'm a lead foot. <laughs> Crazy ass. I am. The victim was listed as Portland Elk on Kraft's Portland scor- Elk? Uh-huh, Elk. Okay. Yeah. On a scorecard. He uh, ingested, of course, toxic levels of Valium and Tylenol. Before he was strangled to death, once again, with a ligature. Okay. On September 3rd of 1980, one month after Kraft's return to California from Oregon, <clears throat> the bound body of a 19-year-old Marine named Robert Loggins was found discarded in a trash bag close to the El Toro Marine Corps base. That... Interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Loggins had last been seen alive by two fellow Marines close to the Pacific Coast Highway on August 23rd. And photographs and the negatives were found in Kraft's possession that show Loggins uh, in Kraft's living room, slumped over, fully clothed on his sofa, apparently intoxicated uh, and in various nude pornographic positions as well. And I saw the pictures of that. Did you? It's kind of hot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I just hang my head in shame. So you anyway. know, you're getting to a point where I can't apologize for you anymore. <laughs> All these pictures of Loggins, though, his eyes were closed. And it's unknown whether he was alive or dead at the time that they were taken. That's what's disgusting to me. Uh-huh. But wait. No, but there's a pattern here, and I mean, I'm seeing a pattern, and I'll point it out after you're done. Because I don't know if you picked up on it, so I will wait. Unlike you. On April 10th of 81, the body of a 17-year-old guy named Michael Cluck, Cluck, not Fuck, C-L-U-C-K, was found beside the I-5 freeway close to Goshen, Oregon. So Goshen is... I never heard of that. You, there's, there's an exit for it. Um... That's kind of like Albany-ish area. No, that's kind of up here further. I was thinking down further south. Yeah, no, it's, it's close to here. Okay. Cluck was abducted while hitchhiking from Kent, Washington to Bakersfield, California. Right. He Kent didn't is, want to go straight down I-5. Yeah, Kent's kind of a suburb of, of Seattle. Yeah. The day prior to his body being found, um, the guy... Oh, what, what the fuck was I just reading? God damn. I know. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah, no kidding. My eyes blanked out. Bakersfield, California, the day prior to his body being discovered. Okay. There we go. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the kid had been killed by 13 blunt force blows to the head. Whoa, Nelly. Which destroyed the back of his skull. Cluck had also been sodomized and savagely beaten, kicked, and scoured. Ouch. Cluck is believed to have been recorded on Kraft's scorecard as Portland Blood. Portland Blood? Yes. Dude. Due to the excessive blood and debris found at the murder scene. Oh, I'm sure that's exactly why. That's why I'm trying to figure out the elk part. Who knows? I know. Maybe he had an elk on his backpack. Could have been. Or on his, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map. Although we do have a lot of, like, elk lodges and elk, like, restaurants and shit up in this area, too. So it could have been that, too. There you go. At the time of the murder, Kraft had once again been sent on assignment to Oregon by his employers. In addition... On the day Cluck's body was discovered, Kraft visited a Lane County hospital to receive treatment for a bruised foot. 
So Lane County is in the same area of where this kid was. Oh abducted. yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, it's Lane County. Yeah, it's like or, a total it's fairly thing. close. Yeah, because I think Goshen might still be Marion County. Oh, so Lane County is more like Albany. Ish. I thought that was Lynn County. Lane County is Eugene. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh, Trust it. me. Okay, cool. Easy there, convict. <laughs> fuck off. No, I just know somebody who was in jail there. That's all. For figures. Four months after Klutz's murder on August 20th of 1981, the partially clothed body of, 17, of a 17-year-old male prostitute, Christopher Allen Williams, was found in the San Bernardino Mountains. Williams had ingested both phenobarbital and oh, shit. benzodiazepine. Yep. I got it right. Good job, benzodiazepines. Mm. Benzos. <laughs> I had to sit there and uh, use hooked on phonics skills. That there. surprised me. I thought you'd know that one. Uh, my brain's just not working. Uh, and was found with tissue paper lodged deep in his nostrils causing him to choke to death on his own mucus. Okay, I can see that. Uh, I want to add that he was also sent to Grand Rapids, Michigan, where he continued to seek out victims. And I could have gone into a whole lot of shit about this, but like I said, I kind of have to paraphrase a lot of this. Yeah, there's a lot of shit There's so much on craft. Yeah. I literally can do probably... Ten episodes. Yeah, I was going to say, you told me that you could do at least three, if, you know, if you condensed it good enough. So Yeah, and I'm trying to do it in two, so there you go. There's just some of Kraft's victims. Uh, uh, these are just some of Kraft's victims. So let's get to why they called him the scorecard killer. During the investigation, detectives found what they called the scorecard. Right. Okay, and it had very cryptic entries. Mm-hmm. There was a coded list of 61 neatly printed, printed terms and phrases found in the trunk of Kraft's car that's believed to refer to each of Kraft's victims. So this isn't something that they just found at the house. You go, hey, maybe it was someone else no. or on the side of a road. They found this in, in his, his car. fucking yeah. car. Which... Makes sense because a lot, you know, he's transporting the victims and shit, so he's in his car a lot. Right, exactly. And many of the uh, entries appear innocuous, but each is believed to refer to a specific murder victim or double killing. Several entries clearly reference the victim's names. For example, the entry reading EDM refers to the initials of victim Edward Daniel Moore. Okay. Whereas... Vince M. refers to Vincent uh, Mateus. Right. Okay. In other instances, entries indicate mutilation and or torture inflicted upon his victims' bodies, uh, upon his victims' bodies, and or places that they were last seen. The entry Marine Head BP, for example, is believed to refer to victim Mark Marsh, a Marine found decapitated, having last been seen hitchhiking near Buena Park, California, which is where Knott's Berry Farm Amusement Park is, by the way. Gotcha. Other in- entries simply refer to a body dump location, uh, such as Golden Sales. And uh, that's where they found the body of Craig. I'm going to try to pronounce this. Janatis, J-O-N-A-I-T-I-S. They found him in the parking lot of the Golden Sales Hotel. Okay. The list also contains uh, entries indicating a minimum of four double killings. Oh. GR2, victims Dennis Alt and Christopher Schroenborn, S-C-H-O-E-N-B-O-R-N, last seen in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. As referred to as... Two in one beach. Okay. Victims Gregory Nelson and Roger Duvall. Two in one hitch. And they're hitchhikers. Got it. Two in one MV to PL. Uh, Neither neither entry was linked to a murder. So neither one of those was actually linked to a murder, but they were on the scorecard. But it indicates that that it could have been a double homicide. It also indicates maybe he had somebody in mind. 
Not if they're on the scorecard, but most of them are the ones that he's actually killed. Oh, okay. I would think that he would have scorecard and wish list. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. No. Kind of like me collecting Pez. I've got a list of the Pez that I have. Then I have my fantasy wish list. You should give me that. No. Not to make fun of you. No. My Pez collection is a soul journey for me to find them. I was going to say, so you don't want it as a gift? No, no, okay, no. Well then. No, that makes sense to me. I get it now. I won't bother. Yeah, I, I take that shit seriously. No, I, I mean, I understand that. That's why I said I won't bother because, you know. So investigators contend that two victims of whose murders Kraft uh, was convicted of, Gabriel and Church, are not listed on Kraft's scorecard. However, since the list is in code, the possibility exists that Church, in, in particular, is actually included on the scorecard as an entry which investigators can't recognize uh, as actually referring to him. Okay. Grambrill, if I'm pronouncing that one right, may also be included on the list, although as Kraft was arrested while he was a... Uh, attempted to dispose of a body he may not have been recorded uh he may not have recorded that entry to gramble on his scorecard so he was caught trying to dispose of that body oh they caught him mid-disposal yep gotcha that's freaky these possibilities indicate the scorecard list is a minimum of 65 people and possibly a total of 67 victims holy shit and shinola dude so let's move on to the trial Okay. Because. Gotcha. I will. I, I'm going to tell you this. I don't even have this shit written down for uh, what I'm about ready to say. Is I'm looking at pictures of him in the trial. And he's he was actually. He's a cocky little butt. He's a cocky little asshole. He's all smiles and yeah, things. Like you he know? was posing for the camera. Yeah. What a prick. Yeah. I saw pictures of him too. That's kind of why it's like, mm, dude, whatever. So we're going to go back to a place that we had just talked about, not when it comes to Randy Kraft, but prior to him. So Randy Kraft was put on trial on September 26th of 1988 in Orange County, California. Oh, okay. So back in Anaheim. Back in Anaheim. There were about 160 people called to testify for the prosecution and 1,000 pieces of evidence that were admitted that included hair, blood, and fiber. Doesn't beat the stones, but go ahead. No, that dude mm-hmm. there had like fucking what was it? They didn't even give piece number. They just gave tons. Yeah, they said t- and extra extra documents. Yes, I was just like, holy shit. They but. they collected most of the evidence from Kraft's home in Long Beach. Okay, um, as well as his car, of course. Oh, wow, well. because you know his victims were in his car. Uh, there were also fingerprints and some glass uh, that was found at one of the murder scenes. They also found pictures and negatives of the victims on Kraft's car. Wow. Wow. Well, and they had depicted that they were also drugged, dead, or sleeping. Yeah. We can assume probably not really sleeping. Probably not quite drugged, dead yet either. Yeah, drugged or dead? Probably. I was going to say probably more drugged than dead because it seemed like he liked to do the dead part after, you know. Yeah, taking a little nappy poo? Yeah. Mm, not lightly. Oh, well, you know. They also found the belt that he used to strangle at least one of his victims. Well, his yeah. defense was mostly that of alibis and alternative suspects. I think Barney the dinosaur had a bad day. Dude, I'm telling you, Barney did it all. He couldn't love you or me. <laughs> I hated that dinosaur. Me too. I, my son never had that Yeah, shit. my son was scared of it, so. They tried to show Kraft as a hardworking guy who basically couldn't hurt anyone. Okay. They got fucking pictures of yeah, all dude. the victims. But yeah, yeah, let's go with that defense. Yeah, can't hurt nobody. They agreed that the victims were murdered, but claimed that they weren't killed by anyone else. No, they were killed by someone else other than Kraft. Kraft. Because he's so sweet, even though. So the question like, is, is what alternative name did he give them? Who fucking knows? I know, right? The defense pointed out that the police thought that at least some of the victims were killed by one of, uh, of the two other serial killers that were operating at the time, which were, of course, Patrick Kearney what? and next week's episode. Next week's episode, yeah. Which is Mr. William, and I say Bonin, she says Bonin. I don't know. He was weird. It's B-O-N-I-N. You decide. Yeah. 
tell us what you think. The trial lasted 13 months and would be one of the most expensive trials to the date in the history of Orange County. Yeah, until the 90s. Till the 90s, so your guy took it over with like fucking like $20 million or some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, by the that. time it he was $14 million by the time the trial ended, they expected $20 million by the time his appeals are done. The jury deliberated, let's try that again. The jury yeah. deliberated for 11 days before hand, handing down the verdict of guilty Wow! on all counts. 11 days. 11 days. Probably to sift through all the evidence. Probably. I would have liked to see better numbers than that because I want to see somebody who could beat 4.5 minutes. Nobody can. Nobody can beat my 4.5. Who was that again? Amelia Dyer yeah. in England. In England. 4.5. Like I said in that episode, so it's like they didn't even and, leave. Yeah. They just sat next to each other. What the hell do you guys think? No, bitch is guilty. Okay, your honor, guilty. No, we're not even going to leave the room. Yeah, no. And then they hung her within, what, three weeks? Three weeks, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, you're out, bitch. Let's do it. That's what I'm talking about right there. Fuck this appeals process. <laughs> On June 5th of 89, the same jury met again for the penalty phase of the trial. Nope. This part of the trial would last until August. Holy shit, the penalty phase lasted that Just the long? fucking penalty phase. Well, then they got to get, but they get victim impact statements too during that time, so. Uh, let's see, just hang him. You can reuse the rope. <laughs> the prosecution gave the jury even more information about Kraft's killing. They included the killings in Oregon and Michigan, as well as evidence um, of demasculation, torture, sodomy. Okay. Just to name a few things. Right, because they can enter all that in the penalty phase. Correct. Uh, the defense came back with that those crimes in Oregon and Michigan were highly speculative at <laughs> best. Okay. Talk about a Dude. bullshit defense. Dude, body was found in the same county I went to the hospital for because I hurt my foot. And you have him on your scorecard. Yeah. It's highly unlikely. This uh, it's highly unlikely that clients. he killed anybody in Portland with the name Portland on the scorecard. Yeah, no shit. Dude, really? Well, I guess that's what the defense is supposed to do, right? Well, so anyway, the, the defense also went on to say that there was a PET scan uh, of, of Kraft's brain that was done showing that he had mental issues. I'd like to see okay. what a PET scan of my brain says. Dude, I don't want to see a PET scan of your it brain. It would just scream. That's it all. Would, it would, would be like, ah. holy motherfucker. Yeah. All of this, uh, of course, was a last-ditch effort. Oh, yeah. Not to get the death penalty for Kraft. Yeah. That's at least in my opinion, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. I just I, I see desperation and yeah. just the last thing. You know, it can't be. No, really, guys, you can trust me. Look at him. He's just such a nice Take guy. Take my word for it. Take the guy goes. Yeah. <laughs> Take my word for it. He's innocent. Like, take my word for it. I know they beat me, but take my word for it. I didn't do it. No, it seems sketchy. And he had blood on his hands and a scorecard, but it wasn't him. <laughs> With the body. With the body. Go ahead. <laughs> Got it. So anyway, the, the, the prosecution rebuffed the defense's argument, saying that there was nothing wrong with Kraft's mind, except that he liked to kill for sexual pleasure. It pretty much, yeah. They went on to say that the fact uh, that his family and friends had never thought that he could kill anyone proves that he was a great se- a salesman, at least. Well, yeah, and that's the case. I mean, look at the BTK, same thing. Yeah, exactly. With you BTK, know, nobody... Uh, everybody his, who went to his church. I mean, he was a deacon in the church and all that shit. Right, and his wife found out about his uh, kind of freaky yeah, his proclivities. Auto, yeah, his he got, auto... He got caught yeah. by his wife. But, but she but, thought it was just him, him pleasuring himself. Yeah. He had still no idea about it, you know? Cause yeah. Just because you like to choke yourself doesn't mean you're out there fucking murdering people. Yeah, it doesn't you mean you're choking people. everybody else. Exactly. So on August 11th of 89, the jury handed down the death penalty... Craft. On November 29th, Judge McCarran officially sentenced Kraft to death. Wow, dude. You want to hear something really fucking sad, though? He died while he was waiting in jail. Currently, Kraft is sitting on death row in San ah, Quentin he's in the State Prison. Yep. Damn it. At San Quentin. Right now, we are in the year 2021. There's a moratorium on the death penalty in California. Since 2019. And Kraft is still alive. Well, you know what the sad part is? is They put a moratorium on it. They didn't abolish it. So all these people on death row are just sitting there. It's It's stupid. I'm going to give you my honest opinion about it. 
That's the dumbest fucking thing. And don't get the me moratorium. Yeah, yeah, California does a lot of stupid shit to begin with. They do. You know, politically, but I don't geez. understand the moratorium. What is the point of keeping somebody on fucking death row alive? Okay, let's look at Kraft in particular. Yeah. He sodomized and mutilated people while they were still alive, yeah. we can yeah. assume. So that's torture. He's torturing people. Yeah. He's shoving things up people's asses besides his dick. And, which, his, and their nose and down their throat. Right, which I'm, I'm not opposed to, you know, to him sticking his dick into somebody. No, that's his well, deal. No. But torturing people, yeah. that's like not so much, right? Yeah. What is the point of keeping a pariah like that? Yeah. A lie. You're just costing the tax. I mean, you're sitting there telling us that you're going bankrupt and you can't try people. But then <laughs> that's because you're housing people that need to be gone. Exactly. Well, yeah. are you Why hoping, are you keeping Scott Peterson alive? Are you going to rehabilitate him? Yeah. And then turn him loose? They're no. on death row for a reason. Yeah, they're on death row. They're, yeah, it's in the name, California. Listen closely. You ready? Death, as in dying, row. Which means they did something so horrific and taking people's lives horrifically. Yeah. Because you can kill somebody and not get death penalty. Right, exactly. So. I honestly wish they would have made it into a federal crime because he killed across state lines. He did kill, but it wasn't children across state lines. That's why it wasn't federal. Oh, that's right. Shit. Because if it it was federal... The feds still kill people. Yeah, the feds don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. They don't abolish yeah. anything, and they don't no. fucking put a moratorium. No. If, if you're no. on death row, you're gonna. And fucking it doesn't die. matter what fucking state you did it. If it's a federal crime, death. <laughs> yeah, death. That's that's, that's they don't it. Care. Yeah. So this piece of garbage is just sitting there because there's a moratorium, and so it's like basically he's like, I'm in life without parole. Pretty much. You, you know? know. Now, granted. Patrick Kearney is still alive, too. However, there's yeah. a difference. A big difference. Big Number difference. one, um, he wasn't fucking all cocky in court. No. He owned up to what he yes. did. He was. He, he and you know what? He not even, only owned up to it, he's like, okay, no, this is not mine, so you need to, you need to investigate somebody else. Right, exactly. You know? You know, he wasn't um, basically being a... Yeah, he wasn't cocky and, like, posing for the cameras and, you know, thinking that, uh, Right. I think, honestly, after reading about Patrick Kearney especially, he was pretty much respectful. Oh, yeah. His time was up. He said, you know, it's right. Let's, I'm going to turn myself in. Yeah. You know, I need to be punished for my crimes. Yeah, I did it. I'm sorry. You know, he didn't really, I don't know if he said I'm sorry, but basically he's like, you know what? I did it. Yeah, and I and these are the counted. ones I did. I'm guilty, and he pled guilty, and that's it. That's all. Yeah, and that was all. He didn't take. It. He didn't make him pay for a huge trial. He all didn't that give jazz. alternative sources like, oh, yeah, exactly. That couldn't have all been that. None of that was me. You know, the only alternative he gave was I did not do that one. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he, you know, was trying to blame somebody else for his. He owned up to his shit. Yeah. You know, and, and like, well, like we had both said, he, he knocked down the ones that, that he didn't do because he's not sticking anything up at somebody's ass. Yeah, because he was like, from yeah, because he was like, you know what? I could do this, but that is disgusting. Yeah, exactly. That he is had wrong. class. He yeah. had class and he did. style. He did. And you know what? I, and I respect that out of a killer, by the way. Right. Well, when I'm looking at his pictures, because, you know, I pull up all the pictures for our websites and stuff. When I'm looking at Kearney's pictures, he had that air of confidence, and not elegant, cocky. And elegance. Yeah. And that, I appreciate that after all that we have researched. Oh, my God. We have some really dep- depravity. I we, so like, appreciate that. The depths of Kearney. depravity sometimes. Oh, exactly. Yeah. That's why I appreciate Patrick Kearney so much because yeah. his killings were wrong. I'm not, were I'm not totally. justifying. No, that is totally. wrong, and he deserves to be punished, and he deserves to be on death row. And you know, he he's is not on being death punished. Row. Yeah, and he's not on death row. Right. But you know, that was the deal he made with the state. It's exactly. none of our business. Yeah, fair enough. Because he showed where bodies were. Yes. He was super, and it even says in, in all of his interviews, super cooperative. Very much so. As opposed to this peckerhead, Randy Kraft. Uh, yeah, who's trying to like like de- deflect and everything, even though he's got the pictures in his possession. Pictures of all of a lot of the victims, a scorecard, evidence everywhere. Yeah. Fingerprints. Items from the victim. evidence, blood, hair samples, yeah. fiber samples. Can't be me. Yeah. I don't know how I got my car. Honestly, Dude. it blew in. 
<laughs> Fucking own up to your yeah, shit. Yeah, just you, you know prick. what? Say you did it, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, they, they you know, because the chances right. if you say you did it are less likely to get the death penalty than if you make them say you did it. No, exactly. And they make if they if you make them prove you did it. Reading about Patrick Kearney, I really felt like he, especially at the end, knew that he had a problem. Yes. And, yes, and knew that it wouldn't be he couldn't get the help he needed on the outside. I so think lock that him up. Even with the help, if he could have gotten help, I think that in his heart of hearts, and he never said this, but it's just a feeling that I got. So it's just my opinion. I think in his heart of hearts, he knew that he wouldn't be able to stop seeking that catharsis, that that right. that, that remedy to. To like get his frustration, yeah, because that's what and we're talking about. That it was and like get rid of his frustration. Yeah, because he did and, it out of frustration, not out of a sexual need. Or, right. Yeah. So, I think he knew that about himself. I think that's why he quickly killed his victims. Right. Before sodomizing. That's them. right. He did. He like minimized their torture. Exactly. And that's hard. I mean, it's hard for people to understand that. But when you look, when you get into it as much as we do, let me help them understand. Yeah. Let's say for our male listeners or female listeners, let's say you're to be abducted today. Right. And your abductor for women, they start, uh, I don't know, they, they, they mutilate your vagina. Right. They, they cut it up and everything like that. Right. And then torture or you. cigarette burns, anything. And then they kill you after all this pain and torture. Yeah. That's pretty brutal, And you're right? sitting there wondering, am I going to get free? Am I going to get out of this? Blah, 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 blah. And enduring the pain. Yeah. Because you always have in the back of your mind... I might be able to survive this. Right. Now, let's look at the flip side, the, 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 the Kearney way. Right. Which is that you get abducted, you're in the car. As you, soon as you get in the car. As soon as you get the car, boom, he shoots you in the temple. You're dead. You're gone. Yeah. You don't feel anything else. He didn't even really mutilate the body. He dismembered the body. Right. In order to wrap it up and dispose of it. But there was no direct like mutilation. So right. he's not sitting there. Like uh, cutting off the penis or. Anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Burning the nipple or anything, you know, removing a testicle. So to me, that is a little bit more respectful. Yeah, because we talk the about that we think he had an affection for him I, on I agree. some level. Because in my mind, it takes a lot to be able to bathe the body. Yes, and cut it up. And then dismember it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then wrap each piece. Right. It's time consuming, man. Right. And the bathing itself signifies like an affection of some sort because you're cleaning them. So that they're clean and not dirty. You know what I mean? Well, he cleaned them so he got rid of all the evidence. Right, but still, but, uh, it's like, you know, it's still a ritual thing. Right, it's very ritual. I mean, because you look into the psychosis of it, if you read a lot, they say that that's, you know. So if I was to be um, abducted and killed, I, for me personally. Shoot me in the head. The Kearney method. Yeah, shoot me in the fucking head. Shoot me in the head, and then I'm dead. I, I was going to say, because my body is just a casing. Yeah. I would much rather that than Randy Kraft. No. Who's going to torture me for God knows how long. And shove long. a sock up your anus. And then shove a sock up my that anus. That would take a lot of work. Mutilate my fucking junk. I know, dude. And you like your junk. And I like my junk a lot. And maybe even burn my nipples with a fucking cigarette lighter. A car yeah, cigarette no. lighter. So that's I don't why get it. it. I, I know that some of you out there are thinking, he speaks of... Uh, Patrick Kearney with such affection. That's kind of sick. No, it's... I have affection for this guy. I do. Because I respect the way he did it. There was yeah. no torture I involved. I have uh, respect. Respect. That's the word I'm looking That's for. Good. I have a respect for him. Right. And like I said, uh, and, and Tammy said too, we both respect the fact of that when it was time and he uh, and he knew that... It was done. It was done. Yeah. They literally... They didn't have to. You can hide... Dude, if you've never been to the state of Texas... There are miles of desert you can hide in. Yeah, it, yeah, Texas. Hundreds. Arizona, New Mexico. Right. That area. So he didn't have to turn himself in. No. He just stayed on the run until they came and found him. Yeah. But see, and I equated to this because I'm, I'm still looking for something. And if I can't find it, I'll just do my presentation. But there's a guy out of Oregon that um, killed people. And they thought he was involved in more murders. And so even when he's on his deathbed, dying of cancer, they go to him and they talk to him. And they're like, look, dude, just let us close out these cases if you did it. And he wouldn't. He goes, I'm not saying anything. Oh, like uh, Aykroyd. Yeah. Aykroyd did the same damn thing. I, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. You know what? So Kearney, on the other hand, gave those families closure. Exactly. He let them know, yes, I killed your family member. They're not out there wondering, saying, okay, who did it? 
am I ever going to find out who did it? Right. You know? So that's why I respect him. Because I have no respect for that jackass in Oregon. No. None. No. <laughs> None. Were you talking about Eckroyd? No, I'm talking... Well, I could talk about him. No, I'm talking about the guy out of Hillsborough that I want to feature here pretty soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gotcha. looking for a little bit of things that, you know, can gotcha. will go along, but I haven't found them yet. No, that's why... I, but, I, yeah. I put Patrick Kearney in at least my top five of serial yeah, killers because, like that I, I said, enjoy. Those people, his fam, the, victim, the victims, his family's victims, his victim's family, there we go, I can say it right, got closure. They know what happened. You know what I mean? Yes, it was horrible. Yes, you know, they'll never bring their loved one back. But at least they know who did it and that person's being punished. Exactly. You know? I feel with Randy Kraft, just from what I was reading and what I saw of the pictures, it was almost like beyond disrespectful to his victims' families. Yeah. Dude, you've already been fucking caught. Don't be a fucking dick. Don't I make mean, that family Ted Bundy kind of did a little bit because he remembered his, did. his histrionics of proposing to that woman in his core hearing and right, you know. So, but at the same time, he wasn't cocky. You know what I mean? It wasn't that right. overly. Ugh, I can't do it. No, from, 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 when I, from, from what I've read and what I what I understand of Randy Kraft, dude, you were just and I hope you are listening to this in San Quentin. You were just a fucking prick. Yeah. Very disrespectful with the way that you acted yeah. in court. Not just disrespectful to the court. Because, you know, they always say, don't disrespect the court. No, you were actually disrespecting your victim's family. Yeah. You not only victimized them by killing their loved one. You victimized you victim- them by being a exactly. piece of shit. You victimized them again in court by being a cocky ass dick. Exactly. Like laughing in their face. And that's what offended me the most about him. Yeah. As, as opposed, like I said... Because yeah, it was like he was laughing in their face. Uh, yeah, Kearney didn't do that. No. He was there, and he said, let's get through this as quick as possible. I'm not going to charge you. Yeah. you know, it cost you a lot of money. I did what I did. I deserve to be punished. Exactly. Um, I mean, we have very few of them that we actually respect. Respect them on a level that, you know, we, that they um, did things the right way when it came to the time. Right. You know. Of course, it's, Carl Penzram is, is our yes. top. I mean, oh my God. He wasn't even, I mean, he was in there on a freaking robbery charge. And he sits there and says, no, I did all this. Because he knew in yeah. his heart. That, that he, yeah. Well, and we're talking, he was a badass motherfucker. He was, he was a vicious. Vicious, badass vicious. motherfucker. But. In his heart. Yeah, he, he knew. knew. He because could never nobody change. Knew he was a serial, nobody knew he killed these people. Right. Not one person. He knew he couldn't change. He knew it. He knew it was time for him to die. And you know what? Die. He wrote about that. You got to think about the mental anguish that somebody like yeah. that goes through. To, to know deep in their heart that the evilness that's in them, because it's, it is evil. It is, very much. And we much. all know good from bad. So to know that that's in you and to know that you can't get it out, that right. nothing will take that out of you, then that says something. Oh, yeah. Because you're acknowledging it. I'm just saying. I think at the end, for some of them, let's go over a couple that we like because you have a better memory than me. I think that people like Carl Pensram. Carl Pensram's number one. Um, and Patrick Kearney. Yes. There was another one that we have on our list that you and I agreed on. Okay, tell me what day it was. Was I, it a fetish or a... I Honestly, I can't remember. Um, but at least those two right there. Cole. And Cole, yeah, oh, especially Cole. Cole, des- I mean, Cole, Cole admitted himself to a mental institution. They said, we need to dis- uh, discharge you. He goes, no, don't. I'm going to go kill somebody. Right, and the commonality that all three of them have mm-hmm. is that they know that there's something wrong inside. Exactly. And they know that they can't change. Can you imagine the mental anguish these people go yeah. through well, knowing that nothing is going to help them? Right. They, and especially Carl, even though he's a total badass, badass, yeah, he was vicious, vicious monster. He was. Can you imagine what he went through to bring him to the conclusion right. that he needs to die? Yeah. You know what? The only way this is going to get out of me is if I'm dead. Exactly. See, and I saw the final interview, and it'll be on it when I finally get that posted up there, of Cole, because somebody was interviewing him about, you know, getting the, back then I think it was the gas chamber, maybe it was the electric chair, I can't remember. And he, somebody said to him, you know, why aren't you appealing this? And he literally said, I don't care anymore. Yeah. You know? You and die. It, and it you come, die I mean, look at who 
else was it? There was one other person we just did recently was death penalty case other than Pansram that said to the people, don't fucking talk. I don't want your help. Shit, we just did them too. I'll find it. It was a Friday. I it remember. was a Friday. Hang on. I, I will pull it up. Hang on. I got my Fridays here. Oh, no. Wrong, wrong folder. <laughs> I got my Friday folder right here. Because we did just do him. And because you said you'll love this. Cause I know you did it. Um, oh, was it one of mine? Can't be very many. It? I don't do very uh, many of them. Hang on. It was. No. It wasn't Clifford Olson. No, it wasn't Olson. And He's I a piece did, of shit. And we did craft. Robert Hansen, Bobby. No, it wasn't a Friday then. Oh. I'll find it. Either way, we'll do that on a different show. Fuck it. Yeah. So, here's a question Nature or nurture? I'm going to say nature. I agree. I when I you were looking yeah. for the nurture. I, I was trying to see if nurture, I know, I was yeah, trying nature. to see if I could put it in there, but I couldn't. Yeah, very much nature. But I, mean, I saw a pattern here, and I don't know. Are you ready for mine? Go for it. Okay, because number one, homosexual male. Okay, not that not that that makes him a killer. Right. No. Totally. Okay. Homosexual male marine. He targeted. Marine. No, no, he was in the Air Force. Oh, he was in the Air Force. Okay. Yeah, he was. Okay, that was my bad. Airplane painting or something. Okay. Because I was thinking, okay, he targeted people because he told them he was gay and they dismissed him. So therefore, I see him targeting military members who are homosexuals that aren't getting discharged for it. Ooh. That's what I saw. God dang. Okay. I didn't even see that. Ah. Yeah. You saw something between the lines that I didn't see. Son of a bitch. I'm not saying that's all of his victims, but I do see that pattern too. Oh, like man. he's like lashing out at, you know, I don't know. I could be reading more into it than what it is, too. So, you know, eh, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. No, no. Got anything else on this one? Or can we wrap this one up? Um, no, I think that's about it with him, because I'm telling you, he um, he. um, Yeah, it's hard for me to put it into words because I'm just disgusted by him. I just want to leave this asshole behind, to yeah, be honest. I'm very disgusted with everything because the whole live mutilation just disgusts me. Yeah, that's what pretty well does. Yeah. I put him right in uh, my Hormoka category with the exception of she played the game better. Randy, if you're listening to this, you thought that you were really slick. Yeah, slick no, Kearney played it better. Mm-hmm. Kearney played it better. You know who else did? Hermolka. Dude, she got you beat by no. a long it, When it comes shot. to the freeway killers, Kearney won. Kearney, 100%. Yeah. Kearney is the hands down winner. Yeah, when it comes of to that. that. Yeah, I haven't seen, but I mean, I haven't really gotten into Bonnie yet. Bone and Bonnie. Bonin, that Bonin, guy. whatever it is. Boner. Yeah. Boner. <laughs> Bueller. Bueller. Kelly. Billy Boner. Anyways, <laughs> I haven't really gotten into him yet, but yeah, because this guy was a sick, sick, sadistic jackass. I agree. All yeah. right, boys and girls, this has been Brutal Nation. Remember that you can send us an email at brutalnation.cast at gmail.com. See, I didn't say www. You didn't this time. I'm proud of you. I'm kind of proud of myself, too. Check out our website at www. Dot twistedbluellc.com. If you're going to buy something off of Amazon like the rest of us do, please click on the link that we provide for you on our site. Helps out the show. Doesn't cost you anything at all. So kind of works out both ways. You get what you need. We get a little bit of help. Keep the show going. We also have, uh, we've been picked up by three different blog sites. Yes. Medium. Thank you. <laughs> hub pages and vocal media. Just search at Brutal Nation and it'll take you right to us. And you get a lot more details in our blogs, by the yeah, way. Yeah, in those blogs, you get a lot more. It loads faster, um, you know, until we get our website revamped. You don't have to sit through all my commentary and bullshit when I'm making jokes and laughing and being pissed off. Or No, you get the, you get the facts and just the facts. The oh, facts. and a little bit of our opinion, too. Because just the facts, ma'am. I know. No, because, I mean, I do put our opinions in the blogs, too, because, you know, that's important, but it doesn't get the banter. Yeah, no, that's true. That's very, very true. The the tangent banter. (laughs) All right, this show is copyright 2021 by Twisted Blue LLC. 
all rights reserved, and we will talk to you boys and girls later. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.